One of the biggest obstacles artists face in the music game is access. Getting access to the people that can make it happen or access to the information and resources you need to get to the next level. That's the key. That's why you need two of the biggest in the game on your side. Introducing J.R. McKee. Boom Man, welcome to the real industrial plug. You heard me? So let, let's get into that, right? <clears throat> because this is something, like, I've been in the music business a long time. Mm-hmm. And they're just, I don't know everything. You know what no, I mean? Like, like I, and, and this is one of the areas where it's one of my gray areas where it's like I've always relied on this person or that person to handle this part of the business. Mm-hmm. So I'm very much not on the, the PRO side, the publishing side, as far as, like, how these things work, right? Mm-hmm. So let's start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I am an artist, writer, producer, whatever the case may be. I make music. Yeah. What in the world do you mean registered? So you make music and... In essence, somebody around you or somebody's probably heard of ASCAP. And say you don't have an account. You log into ASCAP. You got to be 18 or older. Yeah. Put in your information. After a few days, you'll get what they call an IPI number. And Mm. an IPI number, in essence, is your, like, social security number as a creative. Yeah, okay. So when you have your IPI number, you and I do a record. You got 50%, I got 50%. There's 100% of a record. Mm -hmm. 50 typically goes to songwriters and... and Just songwriters, yeah. And 50% goes to a a producer and a composer. And so how we break that down, it's up to us. When we go to register, I take your IPI number, I put your government name in there because as a songwriter, I know everybody has... Off the block, shoot yeah. them up, bang, bang, whatever your name is. <laughs> right. But, but you need your government. It's your government because it's yeah. tied into your actual social. Right. And okay. so I got your government name and your IPI, 50% register. I got my name, IPI, 50% register. Now I'm officially locked in. Once it's sent over, admin and everybody locks in with it. We're locked in. Now this song is registered. <clears throat> and then as it's registered, it shows up in a system Mm-hmm. They call it repertoire. Yeah. So the big three would be ASCAP, BMI, CSAC. Uh-huh. On the, in BMI, ASCAP, they have the system of shared repertoire where you can look up and see who registered the song, who, in essence, owns the song. Right. It shows up there. Yeah. So now that it shows up, if somebody wants to sync the song, they know who to contact. Right. And by, by sync, that means put it in a movie, put commercial. Movies, commercials, whatever. They yeah. also know... If I'm tied into a major publisher or if I'm self-published. Right. So this is where like a Sony ATV or Warner Chapel, they'll look and see, okay, who's writing, who's the next up and coming writer yeah. that we can help develop or next coming producer who we can get behind and really put them in the right rooms. Yeah. Because that music is registered, that's where the money comes from. So as radio goes and songs hit radio, radio payment, part of it is the advertising. Mm-hmm. So say, again, we have a song that came out and it did $100,000. Yeah. Now... Wait, what do you mean it did $100,000? From the, Because it kept playing and it was tied on different radio stations. And played in different radio stations. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's a whole different breakdown of how it's calculated. Yeah. But at some point, because of where it was played on radio, the time, the commercials that was attached to it, it was driving the listeners to tune in, things like that. It yeah. generated... Just a hundred thousand, yeah. At a hundred thousand dollars, because now we're registered, 
you own 50% of the record. I, I own 50%. 50%. I get 50% of 100. You get 50%. So we both get 50,000. But had the song not been registered, what would happen? It just sits there in this yeah, it's, call it's, a black box. Yeah, it's uncollected. It's uncollected. All right, so let me ask you this. You mentioned that you had to be 18 or older. Mm-hmm. What happens if I'm 17, 16? What happens if I'm a kid? You just got to get a, a, a guardian signature. So I can still uh, sign yes, up mm-hmm. to ASCAP or whatever, um, you know, BMI, whatever, mm-hmm. but my mom, dad just has to sign up with me. Everybody has to sign up for ASCAP. Uh, you said somebody else, but yes, ASCAP. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, okay, I get what you said. But yeah, so like, yes, if you're if you're under eighteen, you just have to have a a, print, a guardian signature. Okay. To sign off with. Okay. Well, speaking speaking of the competitors, yeah. just tell me what a PRO. What does that stand for? So it's performing rights organization. Yeah. So it collects on. So there's two sides of a record. Mm-hmm. There's the performing side. That's what you hear on radio. You see film and TV. Um, people actually concerts. Yeah. They're performing it. Yeah. And then there's the mechanical side, the hard side. It used to be back in the day when you had physical CDs, CDs physical pressed vinyl. That yeah. was the mechanical side. It was sold the physical mm, part. Of it. So I get it. The performance it. side, there's the physical side. Yeah. We represent the performing side. So ASCAP collects performing side yeah. monies. So when they register their set list mm. for a song, each venue in big venues, they're licensed. Right. So as they're licensed and your music is played in there, like say you go to a football game and you hear your favorite song by the DJ. Yeah. There is a collection system in there that's collecting that money. Yes, because the DJ has to pay to play that song. Exactly. Yeah. So that gets turned in. When you go and you go on tour and you're performing in these venues, you're still getting paid because it's not only do you drive the sales of that, but then... That's a registered venue. Right. They're cutting X so that's amount performance of performance rights. So performing rights. And so you're performing that song, so you're getting paid off that. So there's yeah. so many ways to get paid in the music business. Y'all know what's going on, man. It's your big homie, Boom, man, checking in. Authentic Empire's own CEO. If you want to set up a meeting, you want to rock with the team, you want to get heard, all you got to do is log on to www.authenticempiremg.com or text the number 404-857-0040. Let's get it. Booming. Hey. JR McKee here. Listen to all of my artists, managers, and executives. It's time to evolve into the streaming business. I'm the number one streaming executive in the industry with over 30 platinum and gold records in the last two years alone. I've been teaching everybody how to do what I do. So if you're interested in breaking through in the streaming business, go ahead and enroll in my masterclass to join my stream team community. The link's in the bio. Or visit our website, thestreamteam.club. All right, so Jason, before Mm -hmm. we get out of here, we have this incredible segment. Yeah. And it is called Tweet Takes. Okay. And this is where we go to your Twitter. Are you active on Twitter, Jason? Not as like I need to be. I'm I'm terrible. It's okay. I'm going to read you one of your tweets, Um, and I'm just going to give you the opportunity to expand upon it. You know what I mean? So, at Jason Riddick, and then the underscore at the end, if you're looking for him, uh, Riddick is R-E-D-D-I-C-K. Yeah. At Jason Riddick underscore, you tweeted, uh-huh. <clears throat> figure out the so-called rules of the game you're in, yeah. and then swiftly proceed to make your own rules and take over with your tribe and get money. Yes. Jason, talk yes. to us. What, so, what did you mean when you tweeted that? Because I think... So my now, like I said, I went to college because my dad said, you need to go to college. Right. And I thought, you know, that was the rules. I thought that was what you were supposed to do. 
you go to college, you get a job, you make some money, you're good. Yeah. But in reality, that's not how it works. Like, right. There are the rules that you have to be. Like, I've that one time, I remember I wanted to have two jobs. Mm-hmm. I wanted to work here and I wanted to work here. These companies were independent of each other and they were not... They were not a conflict. Yeah, if they weren't anything, competing companies. They weren't competing companies, two different industries in the sense. They were still music, but they were still two different sides of the business. Yeah. And I was told I couldn't. And I'm mm. like, well, why? And I was told, because I said so. And I was like, wait. <laughs> but there's no, like, precedent. There's nothing. There's no reason. Right. And there isn't. And people will try to impose rules on you to control you, in a sense. Right. And I feel like, yo, if you understand what the so-called rules are and you go create your own, you can go do a lot more than everybody else. Because right. there are so many people that are so set in the rules of things. Yeah. And before they know it, the people that aren't playing by the rules are winning. Are winning. <laughs> like winning, winning, because they're yeah. creating their own rules. I, I love that because this, this is the thing that, you know, I learned and I try to teach like the younger kids. Mm-hmm. It, it, it comes down to legal money. Like yeah. a, a lot of our a lot of our culture, you know, they're taught, you know, certain ways to get money. Right. And I explain to a lot of people that I know, I'm like, bro, do you know you have the mind to come do it this way? Like you, you see on movies, it's only done that way. And you're doing great at that. But if you applied that same mind to this over here, you wouldn't have to look over your shoulder. You wouldn't Man. have to worry about police. You wouldn't yes, need sir. bail money. That Remember same that. mind could run a multi-million yeah. dollar company. Yeah. And so I, I treat it the same way. I tell them, learn, learn the rules. They think, they just like, oh, no, that game ain't for us. Bro, learn these rules and then go run it up. Run it up. You know what I mean? Run it up. That, and, and that's the thing, too. There's rules and there's laws. Yeah. Hey, man, the laws is one thing, but rules are designed by somebody who was trying to control the situation. Yeah. That is not law. Right. A rule is not law. You don't, laws are supposed to be based on moral things and not infringing on people and, and hurting people, murdering people. Yeah. A rule that you can't work in two places because, just because, like, you know, right. there's no trade secrets being shared, none of that. Like, I know so many people that are at different levels that have multiple jobs yeah. because they superseded what the rules, rules were, were. Yeah. and they created their own rules and was like, look, man, you can get it or you don't, right. but this is what I'm going to do. And if not, I'll go find my situation. That's what I mean by find your tribe, because there are people out there that will let you do that. Yeah. And and it's not even let. It's like, I'm going to do it. Either I'm going right. to go with you, I'm going to go do it over here, Right. I'm going to do it. Right. Well, that's beautiful, man. I, I love that statement. Um. So I gotta go retweet that one. I gotta that that one gotta come across my timeline, man. So Jason, before we get out of here, is there yeah. anything you want the people to know? Um, oh, what I want them to know. Well, number one, where can they find you? Uh, it's all the same, Jason Reddick, um, on every platform. Uh, Jason R E D D I C K underscore. Yeah, that's I G and all that. Um, I think just uh, so one one of the things I just really paid attention to lately and Mm -hmm. i I don't i don't think i ever i just took it for granted but being in the right rooms with the high level conversation Mm -hmm. because you don't know what you don't know until you're in a space and somebody tells you yeah like i had a really good friend for the years i've been racking my brain about really building something Right, and I would always be like, okay, man, if I could get the money, and maybe if I could go get a loan, a grant, all these other things. And one day he just came. We were just talking, chopping it up, and he was like, "Yo, um, you ever heard about business credit?" And I'm like, "Yeah," but I've been trying to figure out how to get that done. And right. He was like, "Man, 
you need to do X, Y, Z. Right. Your personal credit got to be up there. But once you get that, you leverage that to get the business credit. And at that point, that's when it's like, so you mean to tell me I can run it up over here on the business side? Yeah. It don't even affect my personal credit. So right. my debt to income ratio doesn't even get affected. And I'm building this company. And so when you hear people be like, yo, I maxed out my credit cards to build a company. They're not talking about their personal credit card. They're talking about the business, business credit, credit card. card. Right. But we don't know that. We you don't know, know that. And that's your point. It's like you have to get into the you right rooms. be in the rooms with the yeah. high-level conversation because now I'm not stressing about going to get a loan or right. going to get a grant. Right. If I do it right, I could get a million dollars in credit. Exactly. <laughs> I already know what to do. Yeah, you got the plan. I got the you plan. You just need the money. Now I need the money. So get in the right rooms. Get in the right rooms for the high level conversation. Or listen to real industry plugs. <laughs> Again, high level conversation. High level, high level conversation. conversation. And, and invest. Because yeah. that's the thing, too. A lot of us would be like, yo, I'm not going to that panel or that conference I got to pay right. for. Nah, go to the right. Now, yeah. it, trust me, there's a lot of them brunches and all that that don't yeah. matter. But those ones like South by Southwest. Mm. And different like Revolt Fest, pay for the conference. Go. Right, go, go and go. meet those people. Go and network. It makes a difference, you know. Like invest in yourself. Relationships is everything, and even without without having just heard your story over the past hour, I knew when you walked in the room, like I I knew what I loved about you, and it was the way that you're able to move, but via the relationship. Like you know everybody, you're always in the middle of the conversation. And you just broke down in the, in the last hour why that's true. Yeah. And so I hope people were paying attention. I think, you know, if you ever had an intern, you would be a great person to shadow for young people. Oh, like that, to, you would be a great oh, yeah. person to I shadow. Try to, I try to bring in all the interns. That's for me, it's like pull up. Like, yeah. Because I, I know what it is to not get opportunities. Yeah. Or to struggle to get somebody to just bring you into the room. So, yeah. like I said, Ray changed my life by telling me just to pull up to LA. Yeah. Listen, man, I tell people all the time, pull up with me. Like, yeah. we'll figure it out. I'll get you in there. It, and it's amazing how all the successful people in Atlanta are all connected. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're sitting here talking about Ray Daniels. Yeah. Ray did his show. Like, Ray was Ray was early on in my career. I knew him early yeah. on in your career. Yeah. I was sitting in a studio at Rock City. I, I just left from over there. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> and and what's name? Tim, uh, uh, Tim, how you say it? I just fucked it up. Which one? Tim? Timo, Timo, I'm sorry, because I didn't, I didn't want to fuck up your name. Not to Ron, <clears throat> but Timo. anyway, he was like, man, he was like, how's life been without the dreads? And I was like, damn, boy, you just threw it way back. I forgot about the dreads, because me and him used to be in the studio yeah. every day together. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And this was like uh, almost 12 years ago. Yes. And I'm like, damn, bro, yes. like, like, the successful people in Atlanta have all been here. Running. We're the ones who never quit. Yes. And yes. I always tell people that. Yes. The, the ones who are here now are the ones who never quit. That's why we still sitting here. Yep. You know what I mean? Keep <clears throat> and so he blew my mind. This is, this is like an hour ago before I got. He blew my mind when he said, I'm like, damn, yes. like I remember them days. Hey, man, that's yeah. what it is. That, that is why Atlanta is Atlanta. That's right. That's why Atlanta exactly. will never go anywhere. Because the same way you and I have known each other for years, there's new people that's coming. And once they start figuring it out, the next generation, they yeah. keep going, keep going. That's amazing. Sure. It's an amazing city. All right, well, appreciate you, Jason, for being on the show, man. That's another episode of Real Energy Plugs.
Subscribe to the YouTube, man. Download the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, man. Podbean. Download the podcast. Spread the word. This is the number one educational platform there is for the music business. You need to know these plugs, man. Tap in. Spread the word, man. We'll see y'all next week, man. Jason, thank you, my brother, man. That was amazing, man. Y'all need to get like him, bro. This is the connector. This is the connector right here, man. Peace. We're going to see y'all next episode. For sure.